0: It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Student orders food just so the delivery driver can kill the spider. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin...
1: All right, Kevin, very excited for the news today. What do you have, my friend?
0: Well, guys, before we get to how many excuses we make in a day, the average person makes this many excuses, and we'll even tell you what the top excuses are. Before we get there, I have to say congratulations to David Rush, who once again has set another world record. He has well over 100 world records. This is the guy down in Boise. Who does it all to promote STEM education, and he also is now participating. Three, two, one. He is also now participating in a weekly Guinness challenge. So Guinness apparently is doing Guinness World Record challenges on social media, where these people compete against each other, and then one person ends up setting the world record. And he did it this past week. And guess what? Go figure. He just happened to win and not only won the contest, but, of course, won another world record. Uh, The world record this time around, he put on 10 T-shirts in only 15.6 seconds. That seems like it'd be pretty easy, I bet, until you try it. Right? It's one of those. We did something similar to this where we one time said, There's no way the world record for putting on pairs of underwear is only blank, whatever it was. We thought, that sounds ridiculous, it sounds easy, and we told Slim, Slim? Yeah. Come here, young boy. Why don't you break this record? How did that go, Slim?
2: I tied it. I might have broken it, if I recall correctly. I
0: think you actually did break it.
2: I think I broke it by one pair of underwear. Got no credit yeah. for it by Guinness. Thanks a lot, Guinness. And yeah. Yeah. because we did it so many times, the elastic on the whitey tidies we were using, oh, in between my index finger and thumb, that webbing, because I would pull up in the front and then wrap my fingers real quick around the back, I had rubbed it against the elastic so much, I had cut into the webbing on, on both of my hands, and it hurt so bad for like a week, just like bleeding and then scabbed over, and then it took forever to heal. So... Be careful setting clothing records. They are hazardous to your finger's health.
1: Well, there, it's like the normal motion of putting on your drawers where you pull them up on the side and then kind of go to the back and kind of like cinch it up over your bottom Yeah, yeah. Yep. is nothing. That's nothing. When you do it a hundred times <laughs> yeah. as fast as you possibly can, your skin is not supposed to rub against elastic yeah. like that. Yeah, rubbing was not racing. I mean, no. it was racing
2: against the clock, but it also led to rubbing his bleeding
1: yeah there was no trade in paint that was just no. blood yes that sounds so fun doesn't it and uh I, I want to try the t-shirt thing really bad though i think i might see if i can try it today because the key of course is having a variety of t-shirts yeah and i think i can sneak uh one of my youngest sons on first and then just go from there Who's like i have a couple of baggy ones and i can put lanes on should be easy
2: yeah, while well, we're talking about who, the clothing and order of how you'd put them on, with your sons first as the smallest, what would be the order of T-shirts you'd put on in your house?
1: <laughs>
2: Seems like a safe game to play. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. I, I, I will tell that you that, that they did have a <laughs> few rules that, like, you no V-necks were allowed. Oh. They collared shirts for the challenge. They had, they had no
1: extra room there, huh? Simply
0: T-shirts, so there was no fudge factor there. Okay. Uh, right. David Rush said it was a very difficult challenge to practice because he would sweat and cause his skin to become too sticky, and he'd have to take breaks for a while to cool off so that he could even get the first shirt on.
1: First world problems, man.
0: Get Again, first shirt off. we all have different ways of spending the quarantine. David Rush in Idaho is just... Literally breaking world records every week. Well done. All right. Well, how many excuses do we make each day? What do you think a guess is of how many excuses you might make in a day?
1: 20. I was going to go half that.
0: Okay. Well, you'll be happy to know the average person only makes six excuses daily. That's good. Which works out to about 2190 excuses a day. I mean a year, <laughs> okay. not a day. I was going to say Sorry. wait a minute. <laughs> what do you think the big biggest excuse is for not getting something done? Slim, well, what do you think it is?
2: Well, judging by Kevin's last sentence, I'm going to say my calculator was broken.
0: Good one. Calculator is not it.
1: Okay, okay. I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say it's oh, I didn't know.
2: I, I'm gonna, I did.
1: No. Okay. Just, Wait, is that an excuse or a lie?
2: Hmm. I'm going to say it has to be a time thing. I ran out of time. Ran out of time.
0: I, ran out, time. I, I ran out of I time. I ran out I don't have, to have do enough it. time. Yeah, Slim, very well done. You know how to play the game. It is number three, though, but I will tell you, it is very. What a tight race between number one, number two, and number three. That's why all, they're ranked that way. All separated by just one point. Yeah, but Whoa. sometimes number Ooh. one can be a runaway winner jay True. this is a tight race
2: I'm and then to, number four like is my weight down there my work like to work out so if i'm doing like the push-ups sit-ups and all the things that rob Sacre tells us to do i immediately i don't know which one at lazy and tired the same as yeah. as i ran out of time i'm not too tired
0: Tired, tired. The number one There's, answer. Wow.
2: So, so it's just a workout thing. These are <laughs> because that's the ultimate. Like I'm just too tired. Would I love to yeah. do my sit ups, Rob? I would love to, my my friend, but I'm too tired.
0: Yeah, that is the number one excuse that people make. I'm too tired. Number two goes to I don't have enough money. Ah. Number yeah. three, I don't have enough time. Number four, it's just too inconvenient. That's, That's a, the most
1: hashtag one. I don't want to.
0: Yeah, that is the most honest one.
1: Yeah.
0: And number five, I'm just I forgot.
2: <sighs> That's a great one, I by forgot. the way. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot.
0: It really Which also sometimes is honest and sometimes a lie.
2: It really puts someone on their heels because if you jump right in with the I forgot, the the next attack that they had ready to go, it kind of kind of doles the blade a little bit.
0: That is true. And they will tell you here are the top situations. These are things that happen weekly that people say they had to make an excuse because they didn't get done. Uh, one of them would be running errands. That's the number one answer. Like you, something you were supposed to go do, you just didn't get it done. Why didn't you? I didn't have enough money. I was too tired. I didn't have time. I forgot. Right. You see how all of your excuses work. And I think each one of these. And this is why they're the, the top situations each week that lead to excuses. Each one of these you could probably use the top five excuses on because they're just, they it works perfect. Which one of those excuses
1: is most likely to be the honest excuse for
0: you? Why I didn't run an errand? Just in uh, general,
1: like what is the most used excuse that will actually be honest and not made up?
2: I, I know mine.
1: What would yours be?
2: My, of the list, he said, it would, "I would have to go with it's too inconvenient because that sounds a lot like I don't want to."
1: Yeah, the I didn't. I didn't I want
2: don't, to. I I simply don't want to. I use, yeah, that,
1: excuse a a yeah, I use yeah. that excuse
2: a lot. Yeah, uh, because that's a judgment call. Yeah, I use that excuse a lot.
0: I probably would go with if I don't get something done, I, I would say it's because I'm too tired. I usually have enough time. And uh, the money no that doesn't that one doesn't i don't know i don't really use that as an excuse i just would find the way to get the money and do it wrong um
1: <laughs> you just don't take on the challenges that you know you don't have the money for so you don't have to have an excuse for it
0: and i'd say forgetting is probably the second one for me where i just honestly forgot about it I was like dang it i was gonna do that today and i totally forgot
1: Yeah, that would be me, too. It's like, I don't want to, and I forgot. Those are the top two after that, whatever.
0: All right, so I'm the tired guy, so I'm the only one voting on the I'm tired. But uh, they say the other things that people have weekly troubles with, healthy eating, exercise, social events, like not going to them or not wanting to go to them. So you use one of the excuses. And number five, and I think we all have been there, wearing sunscreen. Yeah,
1: I, I meant where to, did, I forgot. Where
0: did that come from? I mean, just out of nowhere, there's like things that are so running errands, exercise, healthy eating, going to social events, wearing sunscreen and, makes the list at number five.
2: And that's a weird one because that's, I, I'm assuming that there is sunscreen there like that is an assumed like wearing sunscreen is makes an assumption that there is sunscreen available it's not like oh i don't have money to go to the store and get sunscreen yeah like it that makes it sound like you have sunscreen and you are just not putting it on your body which is the ultimate in potential laziness
0: yeah and it is the ultimate of just not caring enough
1: yeah is that also like- an older generation thing does the younger generation better at wearing sunscreen? I don't think so. No, they're still real bad at it. I th-
0: I, I think they're bad at it. Yeah, like, I mean, they I think...
1: know they know better. Kev. they're like, oh, I know I'm supposed to, but I'm still not gonna.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of times it's just inconvenient, right? I mean, putting on sunscreen is inconvenient. You'd rather just go play in at the beach in the yeah. water, or whatever. they didn't have wanna time. The, I don't <laughs> want to take the whole two minutes to put it on. Like, have you ever tried to put sunscreen on a kid? It's like you're torturing them, like right. just chill for uh, thirty seconds while we put this on you. Oh, Kevin, I have
1: a quick message for you.
0: Okay, I am tired. Okay, <laughs> there you go. And guys, I don't have a story number three, and the only reason I don't, I'll just be honest with you. I am tired, and I didn't have enough time.
2: I've literally never seen so- someone yawn more during a news segment.
1: His own news. <laughs> The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels.
2: You grind up a pill and you put it in. I think my mom always did honey. Oh. And then, you know, I'd eat a spoonful of honey. and Kevin
0: James. I see. Right. Why didn't she put it in your baby food? Okay.
2: <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 9
1: Coyote, Coyote Country. Country.
2: It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show.
0: All right, I think we got him back. Kev, you ready to go? I am back, boys. Let's do this thing. We have a letter today from Heather, and it says, Dear Jane Kevin, I am done. I'm at the end of my rope, and I just don't think it's fair to my family for me to try to continue this any longer. It's officially time for summer break at our house. I have a 6th grader, a 3rd grader, and a 1st grader, and a 3-year-old. My days have been turned upside down. I've always been a calm, level-headed mom, and I like to think a good mom. But since the start of this craziness, I've been pushed to the edge. I just don't have enough time and patience to do it all. My kids are tired of me as a teacher. I'm tired of teaching. Trying to get anything done with all of them here all day long is super hard as well. Then, by the end of the day, when it's normally our great family time together, I feel like we are falling apart and have had tons of troubles. I just want my kids to have their mom back. I want my husband, who's been working a ton, to have his wife back instead of this emotional, moody monster I've become. I think being done with school is the only way to make this happen. Does this make me a bad mom for giving up? I feel guilty about it, but I feel guilty doing it this way too. Would love your honest thoughts. Thanks, Heather. Man.
2: Ah, I, that's a lot of kids. That's a lot of that's a lot of age range right there for learning, for learning. Man, no kidding.
1: Yeah, that's um hectic, I would say uh, at, at least. Can you
2: replace I'm just trying to think like I don't want to ruin it for kids. I don't want to spoil the ending. But a lot of the things I learned during school, I'd never have used in my life. Probably about 90% of them. Yeah. Uh, maybe 80%. Yeah. 80%. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil the ending of school for for kids. I want them to look forward to learning that on their own. But I <laughs> I do feel like you could get creatively crafty with stuff that I maybe wish I'd learned more of, which is just like handiwork or or you know that kind of stuff. Projects. Because I do think there's value in learning a lot of those that maybe don't require as much attention from mom, but sneakily are still learning, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I will tell you, Slim, there are so many moms chiming in on Facebook with, with suggestions and help of things that they've had to do. And then just a ton of them that's saying, oh my God, I don't remember writing this letter, but this is my life right now. Like I'm in, the, I'm in the same boat yeah. where I just feel the same way. And they get that mom guilt of, I just want to be the best mom I can be. And I can't do all this right now. So you feel guilty. And they're saying, you know what, you got to quit beating yourself up. First of all, if you have to take a week off from everything, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. But then some suggestions, some of the stuff you're talking about, uh, like, how about this? Like, Maybe just have fun with the kids making a meal for the day or helping them fold laundry. Let's put on some music and have a dance party. Uh, How about we do drop a Mentos in a Coke bottle? That's science, man. Outside. Have a water fight.
2: Outside. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Not do the Mentos and Coke inside. Mom, you're tired. I get it. The kids are wearing you out. I get it. You need to remember one thing with the Mentos and Coke, outside. (laughs) Unless you want to have another project of painting
1: the house on the inside. See, that could be a lesson too, Jay. Uh, (laughs) I'm telling you, Kevin, the teaching thing is just that would be, that's the, I mean, that's the worst for a parent. Because you're already trying to be mom or dad or whatever you're trying to be at home. And if you have to work on top of it, the teaching thing is the thing that you're so out of your element on. Because I don't care how smart you are. When you've been out of that for a long time, remembering how to teach it and having the patience to teach it, holy smokes. And
2: for the record, I am pro-education. I want to make sure we get that out there. I've got a lot of family who's in the teaching community, but I have seen some of my very best friends who are awesome parents, absolutely awesome parents. I know this because I've seen it in action, who are also at this point with Heather at a meltdown with the teaching, just a total meltdown and like just beat down frustrated because... It isn't something you can teach yourself in even eight weeks how to teach. You can't just teach no. yourself in eight weeks how to teach a different like array of children.
0: Right. And mean, all I've,
2: the subjects.
0: Right. And, and I will tell you, I, I, I've been dealing with it with Judy's daughters, and it's basically now to the point where we're trying to do just a couple days a week and, and just for a little bit of time each day. Because they're kind of they're, they're they're sort of done with it, and it's hard. And for her, she just doesn't have the time when she's when she's working. So yeah. it's very hard for her to do a lot of it. And so for me, it's like when I'm when I'm doing it, uh, we're just trying to. Because here's the deal: I'd rather have them super interested in it for a little bit of time, a couple times a week, and then the other days, uh, you know, you try to mix it in. Just silly stuff. Uh, this is great. I just saw this picture right here that Tina posted. That is 16 everyday activities that count as learning. Like check the weather forecast. Talk about the weather. How about you play a board game, rolling dice? Mm. Those have numbers. Count up numbers. (laughs) You practice writing your numbers. Consider me a teacher. What's that? Consider me a teacher. Absolutely, (laughs) Slim. But you don't think about it. Coloring and drawing, obviously. Listening to music. Uh, We can also do chores. Take a walk. When you take a walk outside. Let's talk science, living, non living. Let's you know, there's tons of things you can do that you don't have to just force the schoolwork. And and the biggest thing I think in this letter from Heather is the fact that you're not alone. No. I, I think no. sometimes moms feel that like, Am I the only one going through this struggle? Yeah, and man, not at all. She no. is getting a lot of moral support, if nothing else. Yeah, and bottom line. There are plenty of people saying, listen, if you just got to be done with it, it's more important to be, you know, present and be a good mom for your kids. That's going to be more important than, uh, you know, school for another three weeks. Really? You're probably not going to change their lives in three weeks.
2: And if you do, you might actually want to take up teaching.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think if, right. if
2: you're that good at it, then that you there's a there's a spot for you. There's a roster spot for you in the teaching world. My my friends had a question and this was debated in a text thread that I found to be hilarious because my daughter's so little none of this matters for her, but they're making the one of them said they're making their kids watch their shows on Netflix with with no sound and just closed caption. So if they want to know oh, yeah. what, anything about what's happening on the show, they have to read it. That was what they thought. And then they realized. Does
1: that count as reading? Is that the question? Yeah, they were
2: like, does that count as learning? Does that count as practicing Heck, reading? Yeah. And it seemed like it until they found out, they talked to one of their kids and she was like, oh yeah, no, I don't read it. I just watch the pictures. Oh, <laughs> no. yes. uh, yeah.
1: oh man. All right. Well, you can continue to text him in on the Hazard Fabworks text line at 434-8623. And the conversation continues on our Facebook page. We just watched the
2: pictures. Let's watch the pictures. The Jay and Kevin Show. Wow. Jay okay.
1: Daniels. Come visit your neighbors. We're waiting for you. Your neighbors in Spokane. Kevin James. Spokane. You love it here.
2: The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 nine Coyote, Coyote Country. try now for a Kevin James personal problem.
0: All right, Kevin, what seems to be the issue? Well, it is something that was very personal to me this past weekend, but I will tell you it's something that more and more Americans will begin to discover as well and go, what? You, you know what? That Kevin guy on the radio station was right.
2: <laughs> it's We're true. Dealing. It's true. This one, Kevin, this is one of your first problems that you had that I was like, yeah, this is an actual yeah. problem.
0: I think sometimes people relate to my problems and then other times they can't, they just shake their heads at them. This one is something everyone is going to experience at some point and understand my pain and suffering. So this weekend I was out and about and I stopped to get gas and I thought, you know what? I I can't do it. I can't hold it any longer. I have got to pee. And sometimes, you know, you just, you don't want to go in the gas station and go to the bathroom. But I'm like, you know what? This is a brand-new Maverick. And the great thing at Mavericks, they don't have doors to the bathrooms. And I thought, it's about as limited contact as I can have. I can just walk in, go in there, get the job done, and get out of there. Well, I go into the bathroom, great, beautiful new bathroom, do the deal, and then I go over to wash my hands. And I'm going to wash my hands very good for a long period of time because that's what we're supposed to do, 30 seconds at least, right? Uh, yeah 20 30 something in there yeah yeah i just you know i figure i always do at least 30 because i'm probably counting too fast or whatever so it's just like get a good good scrub in well good luck because you put your hands under the soap and then you put your hand under the water and it goes (laughs) shuts off and then you're like well now you're doing the thing where you're putting your hand under there and it's not turning back on and you're like, this is a brand new bathroom, and it's still not working, right? So then you step away, you know, put your hands back and It takes five minutes to wash your hands, 30 seconds. <laughs> That's true.
2: Now, I, I will what say. What are we going to do? I've learned something from this conversation with you yesterday, Kev. Okay. Because I have always been – I don't think I'm washing my hands correctly, even though we've learned a million times in the last couple of weeks. I do a, I get my hands wet. So the squirt of water would do. So I get my hands wet, and then I put soap on them. Or I guess I put yeah. soap on one hand, and then I get the other hand wet. And then right. I'm just rubbing them, not under the sink. I'm lathering. I'm lathering. I'm soaping it up. I'm trying to make it so I can't see my hands. Uh, just bubbles everywhere. No water. Because I feel like as soon as I add water to that, my hands are just – now they're just skin. And I'm just rubbing Wait, skin. are you saying
1: that's wrong? I don't know,
2: because the way Kevin's saying it is that you
1: need – a oh, constant stream
2: of water. Yeah. But I, I no, think I, I need the squirt to initially wet soap so that I can get that combo. Scrub a, scrub a, scrub a, scrub a, scrub 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 a, counting singing, doing whatever song you do. Blah, 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 blah. And then I go back to the water to, to rinse. D-
0: yeah. And and th- that's fine. That, that theory works and that works fine. And I understand that. But yeah. I also, I'm telling you the initial squirt of water, like, I, I missed it, and then I, I didn't get enough of it, and my hands, then it, I'm like, I don't know, it, it doesn't feel like soap. It feels like I'm rubbing cleaner into my body or something at that point. I just needed I need more water, and so and I like to have, not, it doesn't have to be a constant stream. I don't want to waste all the water in the world. I mean, at home, I love to have it, and then I love to run the hot water over my hands for a good 30 seconds after I'm done washing, too, because it just feels great. A soothing agent.
1: I think yes. it depends on the kind of soap you have too. Like if you've got that foaming or some sort of good liquid, I feel like it's fine. You don't need your hands necessarily wet to start with, but some of that soap is just super dry, and you got to have a little bit of water at the beginning.
0: Yeah, it, otherwise it really, you're not going to do it very well. It was a it was an interesting experience, hmm. and I just thought, listen, I'm all for you know saving water, save the world, man, whatever the the deal is with those yeah, things. Yeah. But I also just realized if you want a little extra water, we're going to have to maybe can we schedule them for five? Can they set oh. a timer on them? Can they change the timer that we at least get five seconds of water what? instead of?
2: Well, and Kevin, the problem I run into is is not necessarily the, the the constant stream, but what you said there is is really important because I'm a big latherer. I'm a big bubble maker. Yeah, I love that. being a big bubble maker means you got bubbles everywhere. And sometimes, you know, you got enough bubbles, they kind of go down into your forearms because, I mean, it's such a good scrub. I mean, my hands are really clean, guys. If you want me to feed you or feed your kids or feed your family, like, I'm willing to put my hands in their mouth because that's how clean my hands are. Wow, I think I'm good, but thanks. But when you have a tiny squirt of water, you cannot get all the bubbles and soap off. And that is where I'm really struggling, KJ, with it is just the removal of bubs. And then, the other other thing with that is, is the reset period between <laughs> when the water comes out and then the reset to the next one second squirt is like ten seconds. Oh, and then that's you're terrible. sitting there like a fool, just running your hand right under the underneath, sensor. I
1: back. <laughs> underneath, back out, underneath, back out, underneath, back
0: out.
2: Oh my! And gosh. I wish they
0: explained it better what we're supposed to do to make it work properly the second squirt, because. It it is. We all do the same thing, right? Where we keep putting our hand under there impatiently because you got have soap you on it. Have you ever gone the to the other sink? Have and you, you ever gone like if there's two oh, sinks, yeah. have you literally oh.
1: ever gone, "Oh heck with it. I'm moving over one." I try Absolutely. not. I try not to cuz I feel
2: like I'm always in the bathroom with another guy and then he's judging me. He's like looking at me like, "You don't even know how to use the sink. What are you? Some <laughs> kind of idiot?" And I don't want to be
1: that. So I'm I'm not yeah. going to be beaten by the machine. You know what they need to do just post uh above the sink. This the water on this sink will run for 15 seconds for 20 seconds for 30 seconds whatever it is every time you put your ore, will it be hey between uses it'll be a 10 second just so we don't look like idiots That's or, what I'm saying just explain what
0: it is yeah. explain what it is man so that we know what's going on it makes yeah. it a little bit easier we all look less dumb Never. and but I I'm telling you that one at that at that bathroom it if it was on for more than two seconds, I would be <laughs> stunned. There, there was no way it was on for more than two seconds.
1: Remember the old school when you were like an elementary and you put your foot on the bar and you'd step on it and the water would yeah. come out? Yes. Yeah, so that that. that uh, way we can control it ourselves.
2: Kev, my other favorite thing with the one you're talking about
1: is the sensor
2: is also near the base, I feel like, of the spigot. And yeah. so when you're rub- rubbing it, running your hand underneath it, the water goes off for two seconds and it just sprays you on your wrist. And then your whole sleeve is wet. (laughs) Oh, cool. That was great. I wish I had washed my wrists
1: better. (laughs) Should have soaked my wrist up. Dang it. I'm a surgeon.